Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. On this show, we have the first ever listener to reach out to me, Adam. We had to record this show twice, and on the second recording, it was just myself and Adam. You'll hear us refer to this as the second recording during the show. We also ended the first part of the interview a little abruptly with Adam walking from Bay Lake Tower to Magic Kingdom. And then we go on to play DVC Island Discs. I hope you enjoy it. So, over to you. Hi Adam, how are you doing my friend? Hi Kevin, not too bad at all. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. Uh, if we sound very familiar people, it's because this is the second time around and we're dropping like flies. <laughs> we did a recording the other night and I uh, went to edit it. I couldn't hear anybody apart from myself, which I know that's pretty normal on Brit's Guide. We do like to hear the guests. So we've uh, I've dragged him back out, Adam to uh, record with me again on, in a hot, sweaty lofts that we're both in, aren't we, in two different parts of the country? <laughs> We've certainly picked the warmest parts of our houses, that's for sure. Yeah, we certainly have, Adam. It feels like Florida in here. It's hot and it's sticky. It does, yeah. <laughs> We've acclimatised. Yeah. This is where I come. This is the closest I'm going to get to Florida this year, I think. <laughs> yeah. Still got our fingers crossed for November, but we'll we'll see when Biden opens the doors. Yeah, well, hopefully there was a little glimp of of uh, maybe that might happen in the next month or two. We just keep waiting on Biden. Come on, open it up, let us in. <laughs> <laughs> We're all desperate to get over there and spend our dollars. Right, Adam, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and tell us who you are, if where you're from, roughly in the UK, and what DVC resort you own at? Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me again. <laughs> um, so, um, as Kevin said, my name's Adam. I'm from down southwest in the UK, down from Devon, um, sunny Devon and hot Devon as it is at the moment. I am a product of the 80s, so grew up um, with Disney on the TV. Obviously, Disney Channel was, was sparking back up at that point. Shows such as Rescue Rangers were a fan favorite and DuckTales and Tailspin and all of those fun stuff back in the day. My family have also been Disney fans throughout the years and we had the pleasure of heading across the pond in 1991 for our first Walt Disney World vacation, which followed every other year. In fact, it followed in 92. We loved it so much the first year we thought we got to go back again. Um, and then it became a, a trend of our holidays every two to three years. We got to 2005 uh, where we were staying at a value resort it's one of the all-stars i believe where the curiosity bit myself and and my dad and we um had a little look through that brochure and um and a helpful cast member came over and gave us a little bit more insight into you know the the magic dvc jumped on one of those special vans over to a a brand new or a partially built saratoga springs at the time and we had a, a tour of one of the grand villas and of course when you're staying in a value resort as we all know and uh, you, t- you pay a visit to one of those very grand free bedroom villas over in a brand spanking new saratoga they, they won us over as soon as we walked through the door <laughs> yeah so you joined in 2005 so you've really seen dvc grow up and you've grown up with dvc i suppose yeah that i have be, yeah that must be very special because when you bought in there was was it just old key west saratoga springs what about boardwalk and 
and the others. I think I they think... were coming online after that, didn't they? Or around that time. Yeah. I think Boardwalk may have been fairly new or on the cards at least at that time. OQS was obviously known as the DVC resort um, previously, and that was that was the one before Saratoga started um, breaking ground. But yeah, there wasn't that too many options back then. Saratoga, the the resort feel of Saratoga was the first thing that really caught us. So we were we were more than happy to sign on the dotted line when we saw how grand it was and the plans of what it was going to be. But then yeah, there's been so many options since. We've had the the pleasure of of visiting a couple. In our most recent visit, we did a split stay at Saratoga and Kadaini. Personally fell in love with, absolutely love um, Kadaini and everything to do with Animal Kingdom, but more than happy with where we are. And, and nice to hear that our old home has um, got their renovation this year as well. So we're looking forward to going and seeing what the new rooms are like. They're beautiful. I don't know if you've seen those new rooms. A few. I've had a friend stay in one of the one bedrooms and they, they look really nice. I've managed to book one for next, wow. next February, well, end of January, beginning of February next year. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, Saratoga. Funnily enough, you said the resort style of it caught your eye and your obviously your mm. parents. That's one of the yeah. things people hold against it these days. Funny how things change. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, there's. Oh, I mean, the disadvantages of being in in a place like Saratoga and Old Key West is just the the grandness of it all. Means there's a lot of walking involved. For for me, it's just that that resort feel you're in a, in a in a community you feel like you're in a neighborhood as soon as you get through those gates i like the fact of not having to walk down hallways which was my only disadvantage of Kadani really is as we've anyone who has stayed there remember knows that walk it's nice seeing a window and seeing some animals out of it you need those windows and those seats for a break given how long those corridors are so yeah. i like being outside you know traversing through all the different places that's one of the key advantages of being a homeowner in saratoga for me for sure yeah i think so you're going to get a bit of a biased review here, ladies and gentlemen, because we're both Saratoga <laughs> owners. But yes, I, I think that, like you say, those indoor corridors at Kadani are the, one of the two things I would knock Kadani on. The only other thing is, is that it does seem to be absolutely miles away from everywhere. Nowhere's that far, really, but it just a, it's that appearance, isn't it? We used Uber yeah. quite a bit when we stay there, but we love Kadani. Uh, we're staying at Kadani yeah. in a studio with savannah view studio which i can't really talk about but uh we managed to thanks to a very good friend of ours we'll get a stay there at 11 months so yeah we we love kadani we did a one bedroom wedding anniversary in 2019 nice. which was our, our unbelievable and my wife wants to go back just purely for that view out of, to the, of the animals but like i say i think saratoga has got the other thing that most of them haven't got which is disney springs and my wife loves mm. the shopping so disney springs is definitely up on her to-do list when we go yeah we've um i've had the pleasure of of taking my now wife with me for the last few trips that we've had when we go out to saratoga having that on your doorstep disney springs to be able to walk down and, and taste the nightlife and the shopping and the restaurants i know she's a big fan of the shops as well and it's just so handy it's just so handy being so close just across the water and a walk away especially when you see some of the queues at night for the buses to all the different resorts and you're just casually strolling past that bus stop back to your villa yeah it's, it's a huge advantage i I thought you were going to say you uh, take the bus to Disney Springs rather than Saratoga because that's a trick I do. <laughs> rather than yeah. yeah, rather than join that big long queue for Saratoga, I usually get on the bus to Disney Springs and just walk through. Yeah. And if I happen to stray into a bar on the way back before I get to the boat launch, well, so be it. <laughs> There's no problem with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do that quite often. 
that's we think that's an advantage to Saratoga. So you joined in mm. 2005 then. So you were quite a young man yeah. when you joined. Ladies and gentlemen, not an I old was. man now. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, oh, I must have been, I was 20 years old when, when I bit the bullet. My, my dad was the first one to, to really look at it as a, as a financial benefit to family holidays and was going to be signing anyway to, to 150 points. And I had a discussion at the time after speaking to the family and obviously the rep at the time, who was Bob from New York, I believe was our rep when we initially signed kind man he, he laid it all out and said look when i said that i was interested he appreciated my age and said you know this is the advantage and disadvantages of it all so i had a, a clear indication of what i was getting myself into and i just at, at that point i thought to myself by the time that i'm old enough to have my own family and it's just going to be something that's paid off and i've got investment of going to disney for a, for a lifetime so yeah yeah, got myself a loan, paid an extra £100 alongside. So as a family, we have 250 now. And um, and yeah, yeah, it's, I've, I've never regretted it. Yeah, I think you, you make yourself very eligible to the right woman. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, I know, can with a package deal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know plenty of ladies that would have liked that. <laughs> if you don't mind being be, be too nosy, what was the points going for back in 2005? I think when we signed, there was... I'm sure there was a special offer on. I believe my father, who initially signed, signed for $98. And I think I was 93. I got the better end of the deal slightly, ever so slightly. I'm, um, I'm quite but yeah, it was around $93. I'm quite surprised it was that expensive. Although having said that, back mm. in those days, you'd probably been getting $2 to the pound, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think when we did sign, the exchange rate was around 1819. It was really strong at the time, yeah. which made it more beneficial. I believe it did drop afterwards, though, for a spell. Yeah, and now, of course, it's, yeah. it's skyrocketed. It's back up about 139, 140, depending on who you're using. But yeah, it's... Um, mm. Yeah, similar story. We we went in uh, for a honeymoon in 94, and then we had a we bought some property in the UK. So, obviously, we couldn't afford to go to Florida. Quite an expensive holiday. But yeah, yeah. So we had a we had a long break then until 2007. So, we stayed at iDrive. You know, we'd had a break for a while. And then when we had boys, we came back in 2007, just after I'd lost my father. And um, I seriously, at that time, in, came back 2007, 2009, and 2012, first visit on site. And I was seriously considering buying a property over there because mm. the property prices in 2008 had dropped so incredibly. I didn't know about DVC at the time. How, I, don't, I don't know if I would have took the jump then. But I think you took the jump in 2005. You're a wiser man than me. <laughs> because we've both... I, I, paid, I paid $85 for my point. But um, you've had all that use from 2005 to... I, I bought mine in 2017. So you've had 12 yeah. years more use than me. You may have paid a few dollars more. But you also, obviously, <laughs> a, a blue card holder. So you're winning. That's right, yeah. You're winning. Yeah, we can get up in that that shiny dvc uh member lounge for as long as as we have it <laughs> i'm hoping by the time we get back to epcot after all this is, is over with that we're actually still going to have our membership lounge there <laughs> well i had a photograph from chris mallet uh, posted today from there so i think they're open they're up there up in the oh, um, perfect so i've been up there i've my friend uh kurt stoner was on one before last he was um he was there with me in October of 2019, we had the Grand Geeking Gathering. That's Kurt Stone of Geeking on Walt Disney World. Apparently, I need to make sure I sell it. Everybody, what his podcast is, he gets very upset. So that's job done for this episode. After buying in 2005, when did you 
did you go back every other year with your parents and then when did you marry and start taking your wife or your girlfriend i assume you took her before you married her just that's right exactly yeah uh, it was it was kind of every other year that we um we initially went uh lauren my wife then joined us i believe it was the 2000 and 2013 trip that we went on popped over there to saratoga loved it two years later went to old key west stayed in the studio loved old key west um looking forward to going back there one day soon as well last but not least yeah was our split stay at saratoga and and kadine like my, my family my wife and and now my toddler is is all duty bound to be lifelong disney fans yeah i think i think you've got them up to that there's going to be a problem there yeah i think <laughs> do you normally do a one bedroom then or do you do a studio um at the moment because we're we're t- we tend to holiday as a as a group be it my family and and my wife been looking at two beds just to give us that extra space and we're going to hopefully carry that on now that we have a toddler with us the upcoming trip fingers crossed for november um, um, is the two weeks two bed in Saratoga. We were looking at splitting that to see if we could do a two bed, maybe in Old Key West for the second week, just to have the best of both worlds. You know how spacious Old Key West two beds look. So fingers crossed for that. Yeah, tend to stick to two beds. The, we did do an, an initial one where we had two studios. Honestly, we just missed having that extra space, that living space in the living room. Of course, having the washer dryer as well was always handy. Oh yeah, it's um, having a washer dryer, I think, sold my wife on a one bedroom. So at some mm. stage, we may be looking in the future to um to buy a few more points so we can all stay in a one bedroom we've got like i said one bedroom booked for 12 nights in uh end of january beginning of february next year so they look nice those new those new one bedrooms well all the refits and all the the dvcs all seem to be a great improvement mm. not that they were too yeah. shabby before no i really like the style of saratoga before been able to catch a glimpse of the renovated rooms at saratoga now on youtube yeah got a hand it to them it does look a step up i was more than happy with the original yeah very looking forward to seeing all the new bits and bobs that they've they've put into those rooms and they of course they put that fifth sleeper into the one bedrooms as well as, a, as your family grows that might be handy for you do i think is a two bedroom at Saratoga they can do with a lock off, can't they? With studio, one bedroom with yeah. studio. I think B's probably shouting yeah, out yeah. how she is this, but yeah, that that <laughs> and that would be good because you could you could rent it like that and that with your parents there as well. They've still yeah. got you still got a um, a separate studio which has got a lock off door to a one bedroom, which would yeah. be ideal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've had your points in two thousand and five. So you're a real veteran of DVC. We were hoping to head over for our our mini fifteen year anniversary, but unfortunately the uh, the world at the moment isn't isn't the timing's unfortunately not right. But fingers crossed we can get there and have a belated fifteen year pie. Yes, hopefully we're um. You're arranging a 55th, what is being called 55 and still alive for my 55th birthday next February. So um, <laughs> we're, we're debating whether to have it in the Swan, the Swan and Dolphin. They've got a big mm. lobby there, so we might go in and just take the lobby over. I think I think at last count, it was going to be half a dozen of us around the Port Saratoga, and it's um, got into three figures. It's got a bit out of hand. So. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> well, I, you know, <laughs> I've never had a birthday party before, so this is going to be a very strange experience. But yeah. <laughs> That's that's really your history then. So you have you stayed at any of the other resorts other than Old Kadani? This at the time of this we, we've been Saratoga, been Old Key West. 
we've stayed at Kadani. We've visited Boardwalk just for a look around when they were renovating the DVC rooms, um, but not stayed there. So at the moment, we've stuck to mainly our home for the majority in Saratoga. Yeah, we've dipped our toe in a couple others. Certainly moving forward, we're going to be looking at those seven-month window options and see if we can check out a few more of them. With with a toddler now, the, the emphasis, I guess, of being around the Magic Kingdom area is probably going to be beneficial to be so close. So I think in, in holidays to come, we'll have a look at the Poly Bay Lake as well. And, and, and if we do muster up some more points, maybe even the Grand Floridian, Floridian, who knows? Yeah, I think we all like to stay on that monorail link. I think mm. Bay Lake would be a good one for you uh, in coming years with, with a toddler because that's walking distance and not having to fold yeah. up a stroller. Not having to fold up that, I would imagine, would, yes, I think not having to fold up a stroller would definitely be a big bonus for you, Adam. I'm sorry, but that's exactly where we got cut off by good old Zoom. So, we leave Adam there at the Bay Lake Tower. Now, we go to playing DVC Island Discs. Take it away. DVC Island Discs. As this was so successful last month, we thought we'd play this with Adam. We did record it with David and Trevor, but unfortunately (laughs) that was lost in the ether. So we'll have another go, Adam. There is has been a change to the rules. Unfortunately, the boys didn't play play nicely last time, and they chose to take a cast member to the to Desert Island with them. And I've just decided that that is not allowed. If there's uh. a cast member to operate the ride, or if you choose a spa, there will be a cast member there. But you can't just choose a cast member to take with you. So you've been warned, Adam perfect (laughs) but just as a recall desert island discs in no way is similar to the bbc edition this was completely a new idea from a listener and it has nothing to do with the bbc's program of many many years okay so bbc please don't sue me (laughs) right adam let's get on and play dvc island discs now, the first episode list was Disney Island Discs. The difference with this is it will all be DVC orientated. So, Adam's going to get a resort, and that resort is going to have to be a DVC resort. So, that's the only change, really. Okay, Adam. So, we're going to give you six options, and your first option is what resort are you going to pick? I had a little think about whether I should represent my home and, and go for Saratoga. And um, I'm, I'm someone who would usually stick to, you know, what I've invested in. However, and I know I did mention the corridors, I am going to pick Kadani. The the main reasons for picking Kadani, I know it has to be done. And, and, and it's all down to, you know, what you see out your window. If we can take that with us onto our desert island, being able to wake up not only in a beautiful setting like a desert island, but to have some exotic animals out your window where you're having your cup of coffee in the morning, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. Yeah, we've, we, I'm trying to act like I'm surprised people. We've recorded this before and I, I have to refrain, say exactly what I said last time. I think you cannot be having, having a savannah as uh, your backdrop on your desert island that is a it is a winner for me yeah i think i think kadani or jumba house you, you can't go far wrong with those if trevor was here he might like a little bit of hunting because trevor like likes to go shooting i'm not sure if he goes hunting with his guns for animals but i've uh, i know he likes a he likes a bit of target practice 
<laughs> I'm very much a watcher of animals, but um... <laughs> I, I don't think Trevor goes out shooting Bambi. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I think your um your choice of Kadani is one that's going to come up time and time again. And there's so much more than just the animals. The the pool that they have there the zero entry pool you know thinking in mind that um, i'm gonna have to take my toddler with me when i go on my desert island um she can just walk straight into that beautiful pool lovely splash area for children as well there um and for us grown-ups there's a pretty nice pool bar as well i i, lo- I like kadani we stayed out three days as i've said before I, I did like the pool but i never even got into it to be honest i was so busy that weekend <laughs> oh no have you ever done the night night vision goggle at night no we um we had a it was a standard view but it was partial savannah view we got very lucky with our balcony um and you could see them at night going past the trail all in their night vision gear and, and checking out some of the enclosures that were outside our window like the akapis and it's something which we said next time for sure that's something we're definitely going to be doing yeah we kept on saying oh, we do that we do that and we just run out of time but yes it's easily done on a disney holiday <laughs> yeah yeah it really is i was we were very lucky because a friend of ours daughter was a uh, server boma so oh wow we'd go down for breakfast and see sarah and sometimes after breakfast i was very wobbly on the way out of that breakfast those samosas were very strong <laughs> i didn't have the pleasure of eating at boma but i heard good things about that restaurant yes we were very lucky. We we went down and um, asked if Sarah was working in the morning. We had and uh, she was there, so we said hello and we had her as our our server. So yes, Boma's great. That's a really nice restaurant and a really nice uh, selection of food. You know, for people that don't eat that type of thing, it gives you an opportunity to try lots of things. A buffet is a buffet. Whether it will open as a buffet or a family style, maybe due to this great unpleasantness, but we will see. So you're picking Kadani. I don't blame you. I would as well. No problems at all. Right. What sit-down restaurant would you like to take to your desert island? Sit-down restaurant is more of pick for the future. It's actually somewhere that I haven't eaten as yet, although I've walked past it many a times and thought, yeah, we should try this. And it's actually Garden Grill in Epcot. I mean, the thought of sitting in a character-style restaurant while it's rotating around all you care to eat and and having the view of seeing what i personally feel is one of the better attractions in epcot as the backdrop um being the land um i think it's a great place to eat very excited to go and try that out with my little one seeing that you can see some of the classic characters as well like mickey and chip and down pluto being there uh, as i mentioned in in previous recording um i've got a soft spot for that house in that attraction for the land it's something i could see myself sitting on that veranda and the fact that i can peek into that top window to see what the inside looks like is very enticing as well yeah i think this is a nice restaurant we haven't eaten there uh, for years we did eat there before we were uh, before we had children but we haven't eaten there in the last 10 years or so quite a nice experience we were worried mm. knew it was a rotating restaurant well of course that doesn't sound that appetizing does it a rotating restaurant it depends on the speed of the rotation i guess <laughs> <laughs> we were young and naive but I, I, from what I can understand, from what I can see from videos and reports back, it's one of the better interactions at the moment with not having characters actually coming to your table, but they come as close there as anywhere else, if not closer. And the shots, because they come from behind you, are almost the same as they were before anyway. So I think it's a good a good pick, a good pick. Yeah, and you know that the food that's going to be there is, is local produce from, you know, underneath your feet. So it's, it's good food, good quality food, good entertainment with the characters 
characters being there the extra bit of magic with it rotating around and and yeah yeah i'd like a, a lot of bit of fun with my meal on this desert island yeah if anyone doesn't know the garden grill it's a rotating restaurant that rotates above and through living with the land which is a attraction in Epcot that uh, is a greenhouse parts of it are a greenhouse that produce veg for the uh, restaurant and for some of the other restaurants in Disney World it's also a boat ride living with the land so you can see the people going around on the boats occasionally if you're really lucky someone gets off and nicks a cucumber <laughs> we don't condone that sort of behaviour something tells me they might have been around the showcase before that boat yes, ride yes I think they'd uh, participated in a drink or two still we don't we don't condone it <laughs> Okay, so that's your that's your sit-down restaurant. What are you going to go for a counter service then, Adam? Plenty to choose from, of course, in uh, Walt Disney World. My pick probably won't come up too often, I imagine, with some of the offers, especially more exotic offers with the likes of Pandora, Star Wars, Batu, um, which unfortunately I haven't been to otherwise, I'm sure. Something about Star Wars will be cropping up in my picks. Unfortunately, that will that will have to wait to maybe the next version. Um, but the the counter service that I've gone with this time is the Backlock Express, which is tucked away back in the Hollywood Studios. Like I said, nothing flamboyant to it. Um, it's a place where we used to go for a bite sweet when I was younger, back when Honey I Shrunk Kids Play Area was there back in the day for all those who went in the 90s early 2000s and it's just a quiet spot some good food there's never a huge queue and you can sit outside on the parade route or the cavalcade route as it is at the moment and yeah yeah just a nice peaceful way to get a quick bite yeah that's that's down around by the sound stages isn't it if i remember rightly yeah. that's right yeah yeah we've eaten there a couple of times the thing that some of our american listeners probably won't understand it's quite a novelty for us brits to have a traditional american fare we don't do american food very good here in the uk i don't know if you've got oh one. no have you got a local american restaurant we've got there is one yeah yeah there is one and it's 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 not even close <laughs> yeah we've, we've got an american diner does a all-day breakfast mm. it's not very american but yeah not at all it looks very much like it's got the red red seats it's got the booze and it's got the um a jukebox but it, it it does do waffles and pancakes and stuff like that as well but it's not as as good as say uh similar fare you can get in florida okay. yeah i mean like you said back backlog express is you're not going to get the the quirky sort of meals that you'll find in say pandora but it's if you want a good old-fashioned burger or you know chicken strips for the youngsters um you want a soda i'm partial to a root beer you can find all that there in abundance like i said sit back relax and watch those characters roll by yeah that's not an easy thing to get out of in the uk is it root beer no no i'm still trying to find a, a place where you can find root beer on tap now oh. and again you get the the offers on certain supermarkets where you can get you know the odd can or two but i need i need somewhere a little bit more consistent it comes so goes. any tips please it comes and goes as a section in the Sainsbury's I work for that um, does some American stuff and we have root beer sometimes not a, a regular thing we don't sell root yeah. beer I mean ginger ale is about the closest you can get on it unfortunately yeah it's, 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 that's it it's an alternative but just just doesn't quite hit the spot not the same <laughs> okay so you're, you're all fed on your island and you've got somewhere to sleep so we better get you some entertainment then what ride are you going to pick for your desert island? Like I said, as a, a huge Star Wars fan, I'm sure this will change when I finally do step into Batu. But for now, I've gone with a, a childhood favourite of mine. Childhood favourite being I'm a big fan of thrill rides. I'm a big fan of roller coasters. And I'm actually a big fan of Aerosmith as well. So my pick for this one was hands down going to be Rocking Roller Coaster. I don't know how many times I could ride it on a desert island, but it's a great ride. I, like, I do like it. <laughs> 
Um, and for me, I was a lad of the eighties. I'm in my fifties now, so like, I was a lad of the eighties. So um, yeah, Aerosmith was a, a band that I can relate to definitely. No, I can certainly listen to Steve Tyler on repeat. So if you chuck in a roller coaster going not to sixty in two point eight seconds, then I'm I'm more than happy for that on my desert island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they keep you entertained, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, we've had a few different, I mean, they listened to Tony Ann and Dave's pick, but they um, they both picked uh, Star Wars Splash Mountain. Uh, I like Splash Mountain, but um, difficult material it is based on. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it was it's a favourite for me growing up, and it would be a shame for, for youngsters not to, you know, enjoy some of the animatronics and the songs, but yeah, un- understand why now, this day and age, is, is probably not as appropriate as it was back when we were younger. Yeah, well, that was what Walt said. No. It's not a museum, so, you know, change is good. We need to embrace it. Okay, so you're going to pick a show next. What show do you want? Liberal interpretation on show as well. <laughs> the, the show, um, for me, there was there was a couple. There was a couple of choices I could have gone with, um, but there was one overriding show that I kept going back to. It's got a bit of everything, a bit of music, a bit of entertainment, a bit of acrobatics, and I'm, again, a big fan of The Lion King, so the Festival of the Lion King was always going to be the show I was going to pick. Oh, Brian War's going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> And Travis Deep's trick. Right, yeah, there are, of, <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of geeks I know. They're not keen on The Lion King. I don't know why, because I think it's a great show. I think it's oh, same. You know, I've seen it, and so I vouch that it's pretty. It's a pretty good show in standard of that sort of up against in, the, in a theatre in London, not in. in yeah, London, we did the same. Yeah, we headed up to. Um, it was on the road before. Unfortunately, the the scenes of last year happened. It was it was on tour. And we we called it in Bristol. Great show in in a theatrical production like that. I think we'll quite ever beat the the animated film. Have appreciation for the for the revamped film, but still the animation from from back in the nineties is still the one I always tend to go to. We also saw a. Um, a similar show to the Festival of Lion King back in Disneyland Paris. Um, trying to think of the year, it was probably late nineties, early two thousands. I'm not sure when that when that was around back in the Videotropolis. A um, very short show in comparison to Festival of Lion King, but but yeah, nothing beats that that show over in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I think it, the full show you want with the tumble monkeys and the singing and mm-hmm. interaction and all that. Yeah, it's a good show. And I said to Tony Ann, I think like it's. If you sit in three different places, it's three different shows to an extent. We went a couple of times then. We went in 2019, and it is a different show if you sit other, the other side of the... I mean, obviously it isn't, but it is to an, a, a different angle on the show sort of thing. Yeah, so we really enjoy that show. So yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. You can sit in different areas, like you can be in the lion area and the giraffe area with different sounds and different interactions with some of the entertainers. I mean, for for the little ones, it's it's great. And, and for the not-so-little ones like us, it's still, a, it's still a fab show to catch. It doesn't seem to age. No. Some things like, say country bears jamboree are really aged very very poorly yeah yeah i know what you mean <laughs> i mean we just go in there to listen to the other people sing the songs me and my wife so like me and deborah will go in there and we're in there when there was only three couples in there one couple were a young a very young couple and obviously they'd grown up with it they'd obviously grown up with country bears jamboree they knew every word of every single song and they bouted them out and it was as much as I could do to keep Deborah quiet. She was just absolutely enjoying it so much. Bless them. <laughs> 
again i think that might be another show that's going to maybe get a, a revamp but then it's time you know it's been there a lot of years oh auntie judy will kill me for saying that sorry <laughs> so you've got your show you've got your ride so number six we've introduced is music so it doesn't have to be anything to do with a part it could be a film track or any music that we could now put under the disney title so that opens up a really big area of music for you so what have you chosen adam for your music i've been a bit cheeky when it comes to my um, music on my desert island recently i've obviously got the the aerosmith sounds festival lion king has basically got the backlog of lion king so i won't pick the lion king soundtrack for for music i've instead of gone for a collaboration of music i've just gone with one piece of music which as soon as i hear it it takes me back to many a times that i've been on this particular ride it's it's easily in my top five go-tos when i go to disney and that's the musical score for the original soaring oh yeah soaring over california that's right yeah yeah yeah, absolutely love it yeah no wonky eiffel tower (laughs) yes (laughs) depending on where you sit it's funny and how we all remember that it's so i don't hope they can get that so wrong yeah really is amazing but it, it people talk about it it's certainly famous whether it's famous for the right reason or the wrong reason i don't know but there's always a cue for it so they can't be doing anything that far wrong but yeah the music was really good wasn't it as i remember rightly for Soren. i'm sure if i heard it now it, it'd take you straight back and that's what music does music is a uh, that and smells because that smell when at the moment on Soren where you go over the um the elephant well it, that earth mm. smell that's one that's a, a trigger smell for me when whenever i ride that i think yeah i'm in florida now yeah for me it's on the especially on the original it was that citrus smell citrus. that came through it was just as soon as you smell that and you hear that music you're like right holiday started now we're in epcot that that was what i was thinking of. i couldn't think of it but i thought if I, yeah the citrus is you were flew over the citrus groves that's right yes yes i remember it well so you got your music you're allowed one luxury item, and this luxury item cannot be a cast member this time. I could do with a cast member for my luxury item that I've picked. However, it isn't a person. The luxury item I've picked is on the basis of, you know, you're going to be on a desert island all on your own. It's going to be hot sand. Sometimes you're not going to be wanting to walk here, there and everywhere. So my Disney luxury item that I've picked to get me out and about and around looking at all these animals on the Kadani, getting to rock and roller coaster a little bit quicker is a resort Surrey bike. Oh, a Surrey bike. Yes. Yes. We have to modify the wheels to go on the sand, I think. Like the ones at Discovery Cove with the big inflatable tyres. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of hard work, especially if we can't take that cast member with us. Yeah, it's um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's another advantage of, of again, to, to champion our home resort. It's another additional offer that you can have in the play, in the resorts like Saratoga and Old Key West, where, yeah, there's you know a lot of space out there and a lot of walking in the Floridian sun, but you can also shave yourself by jumping on one of those bikes and taking all of the sounds and sights around each of the resorts and yeah yeah i'm a big fan of going on them when we head out there looking forward to do it with my little one as well i'm sure she's gonna love it and definitely want to take it on my desert island with me yeah i think that's a good pick isn't it so it was that sneaky david wasn't it and trevor that picked the uh, cast members that's right yeah david did say i could borrow his but unfortunately (laughs) that doesn't look to be the case anymore that's what they shot out on us tonight isn't it eh? (laughs) 
Well, thank you very much for that, Adam. That's been brilliant. I, I hope you enjoyed coming on. Maybe I should have said this in the beginning. Uh, Adam, how did we meet? Do you want to explain? Yeah, sure. I was scrolling, as we do, through the various DVC groups on social media and came across a post that Kevin had posted with regards to the startup of a new podcast with regards to DVC and more particularly British fans of DVC. Saw the post come up and thought, oh, that's a cracking idea. You know, we, we have so many podcasts here and we have so many different videos and vloggers of YouTube from the American side of things, but it's really hard to find a, a Brit guide and a Brit view on DVC ownership and, and Disney in general. So I popped a quick message over to Kevin and just said, great to hear that you're going to be starting this up and certainly be a listener and, and happy to get involved if if, if required. And um, and here we are today. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Exactly what is happening. I didn't have to uh, force you at all, did I? No, not at all. Happy to help. I sent out a link. Adam contacted me and I sent him a link for the there was a podcast that had come out. Craig Lucas, or I should plug here, from the After Dark Network, got in touch with me in February of this year, suggesting that I hosted a DVC podcast for the UK. So we played around with that idea. I went on to UK DVC site that uh, Adam's talking about, and you're not allowed to self-promote. So I just put a quick message out there. Got a lot of response, as you can, as you know, if you listen to the pot, the previous podcasts, we've had other co-hosts on, and we will have more co-hosts in the future. I'm hoping I might be able to twist Adam's arm to come on if needed at some stage. But we are looking out for anyone that wants to come on and be interviewed for their DVC story that you've heard tonight, and then play it a quick game of DVC Island Discs on future podcasts. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgtdvc, again, all lowercase. On Facebook, we are Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. If you're looking to buy resale DVC points or rent DVC points out, contact B Thaxton at shopdvc.com. If you want to book holiday to Florida, a Universal, Disney, or any other destination, go to David's website, Disney4Brits.com. That's Disney, the number four Brits.com. All of these details will be in the show notes. This has been a Isle of Wight audio production. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.